Hello and welcome back to Tay Radio Marin. I am your host, Javier Vicuna, and today I am joined by my co-host, Santi Hernandez. And we also have Miguel Rodriguez, who we've had on the show before. Um, And we're really excited to have you on with us today, Miguel. We're going to be talking about your new film Mm -hmm. uh, that just released last night, uh, Streets, Streets, which um, I had the chance to go and watch it at the Lark Theater last Mm -hmm. night. And wow, what what an event that was. That was incredible. And I'm really happy that I got to be there Mm -hmm. um, and see, you know, how much you've grown, right? Um, but yeah, Miguel, just introduce yourself to everyone in case people don't know who you are. Yeah. Hi, my name is, uh, Miguel Rodriguez and I'm a local filmmaker from here in Marin. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and right before, um, we kind of delve into your process and how you feel about last night, cause I know you have a lot of feelings. Um, I wanted to ask both of you guys, what did you guys get for Christmas? You, you want to go first? Cindy? You can go. I can go. Um, do, I, do I have to say everything or can I say like my favorite <laughs> You can say your favorite gift that you got my for Christmas. My favorite yeah. gift that I got was, uh, a, I'm wearing them right now, is a pair of shoes my girlfriend got me. Uh, they're uh, Jordan Retro Ones. Ooh, I've never right. had a pair of shoes like that ever. And I've always wanted them because when I was little, when I was like 10 years old or younger, my mom would get me like raw shoes. Yeah, you know, I feel you. Those are so breaking like two those, weeks. <laughs> those would like get messed up. And they were yeah. high tops and I really liked high tops. So she would always get me those. And the fact that my uh, girlfriend was like paying attention to like, oh, he he's always wanted these shoes. And, you know, she got me them. So they're pretty cool. They're like red and black. They kind of that's really favorite. sweet. So that's probably my favorite thing I got for Christmas. How about you, Santi? Um... I got money. <laughs> yeah, money. money. I think Money's that was good. really cool. I went on a trip and I used that money for my for my trip. So my trip was kind of like free. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. right. So for those who might not know, Santi actually went on a camping a snow van, trip. Van camp. Yeah, van, van camp. Like a van what trip. Van, van camping. It's technically yeah. a road trip because you're not like. Not a road trip. Yeah, it's like a road trip slash camping trip. Yeah. With yeah. Uh, in a van. <laughs> in a van. Um, and you went with Kimberly. Yeah. Uh, which is really great. great. Um, so yeah, hopefully in a separate show we can learn more about that. For mm-hmm. sure. Um, but as for myself, um, I think my favorite uh, Christmas present this year was this brand new like um, these also these shoes. Um, yeah. I got like some winter boots. I I can't show them on the video right now, but What's it's that? like they're like some like winter like leather boots, and I I've really been getting into like the whole leather boots thing mm-hmm. right now, and they just feel really comfortable, especially with like the rain and everything right now. Yeah, like it's just nice to have like some nice warm shoes. Yeah, that's good. Feel like strong and like like confident not to slip. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Are they like Chelsea's? Do you know what Chelsea boots are? Uh no, what no. Chelsea boots are like they're they look like cowboy boots, but they're the tacon is like a little shorter, and mm. the boot actually doesn't go all the way up to your shin. It actually ends like right above your ankle. Okay, maybe they're they are kind of similar like to that style. style. Like that. Yeah, they are That's similar good. to that style. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have to agree. It's, it's also shoes are great mm-hmm. to get for Christmas. Um, but all right, thanks for sharing, guys. Um, I, again, I hope you guys had a great Christmas. Um, and moving on. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to start, Miguel, with saying, so how, how are you feeling? So you, I know, like, that was your first premiere last night, for yeah. those that don't know. No, that was, like, your first movie premiere. Like, how, how, how did you feel? How did it feel getting to that point? Yeah, um, it felt surreal. It felt, it almost feels like a dream. I'm, like, sitting here now and talking to you guys about it, but it feels like it didn't, like, happen almost. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like, because I... I've always obviously wanted to do something like that. I've always had a dream of like, oh, I want to have a premiere of my movie and everything. And then it, the fact that it happened is like, it, it feels, you know, 
it feels crazy. And and the why it feels kind of surreal and like a dream is because the next day work. Like I'm at work now. Like it doesn't yeah. feel like you know you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly like what you mean. Completely off. But it was it was crazy. It was insane. Uh I'm so happy that everyone came out to like support and like it seeing all my friends that were in like my first short films be there and just see like themselves or you know their friends too on, on the big screen is crazy. It's it's it was it was great. It was fun. Yeah, and we actually have uh one of the actors that was in your film, mm. uh Anna. Uh she yeah. just commented on the show oh, right now. Um so uh if I remember correctly, Anna was she, helping out with the costume designer and the uh, makeup makeup makeup, makeup. Yeah. Uh, okay, and she was makeup. on camera for a little bit too. yeah in the in the movie as well and mm-hmm. she she did great yeah she um, played liz so she played uh, Dev, uh david's girlfriend oh yeah yeah that's she right was, that's yeah. right yeah yeah um santi did you want to ask miguel anything about how things went last night well first congratulations Thank i you. think that um at your age and what you're doing is um, very important and very inspiring mm-hmm. i think that Usually when you're at a young age, you have so many dreams and goals and you tend to, uh, well, a lot of adults now tend to not pursue their dreams and goals. So the fact that you're doing that is amazing. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it, but I did see your stories and checking in with Javier that it was a great Mm -hmm. and successful night. It reminded me a little bit about, um, we had the amazing opportunity to go to a screening of Pinocchio. I'm so jealous. When I saw that, I was like, it was such a last minute thing. It was such a last minute thing, but we got to meet uh, Guillermo, Mm -hmm. the director, and and, is it Mark or Matt? Uh, I don't remember the second the, the director. The second, name, the director, the co-directed the yeah. film, and it was an experience. I watched the Elvis one too, mm-hmm. the Elvis movie, and the director was there. I got oh, to, wow. yeah, I got to, to watch both of them. Um, but when we watched the film, you know, you got so many emotions. Pinocchio. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's on. Have it's you watched really it? Good. I've yeah. seen it uh, twice. It's it, so oh, good. Wow. First it's so time, good. Uh, it was amazing. I cried and everything. The second time, I was like, this is a perfect movie. This is yeah. so good. It's, it's so beautiful. Good. It's right? a beautiful and, movie. And the fact that the directors were there and yeah. they were able to answer questions. And then we got the opportunity to go backstage or to That's the after insane. party. Yeah, to go meet Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, to, to the after party and talk to him. And, um, you know, it was so amazing. And when we left there, the first person that I thought of um, was you and oh. Devin. Because I said, well, this is what they're working for. And it's mm-hmm. not just them talking. They're actually doing it. Mm-hmm. So I definitely see you there you know it yeah. your path is going there and what you're doing shows that that's really something that you want and you're working for so all i can say is congratulations Thank you keep so going and you're gonna face a lot of no nose maybe but mm-hmm. you're still doing it anyway and that yeah. i'm very proud of thank you so much appreciate and yeah i want to add to that like what santi was saying is that one thing that i really appreciate about you is that you're very humble when it comes to like your films like mm-hmm. you're never Kind of like I feel like some directors when they start releasing so much or when they start getting like a following right, many of them kind of start like cutting ties with people or yeah. start getting kind of egotistic yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but no, you're you're not like that at all, and it's it's incredible to me to see you at such a young age like kind of realize like how, how far humbleness can take you. You know yeah. what I mean? Because a lot of the people that were at the premiere uh, last night, I imagine, are a lot of people that you know you've known for a while or, yeah. or have made connections with absolutely um, over time. And and that's kind of when I met Guillermo del Toro. He was a very very nice individual. Like you you can attest to that, Santi. Like he was yeah. a very nice guy, very yeah. humble, very very humble, very. exactly. And I think that goes a long way. Especially him being Latino as well, yeah, right? From Mexico, like Mexican. Like, 
it's awesome that and he spoke to us in spanish too which is awesome so like i said like they never never forget where you come from you know um but speaking of where you come from (laughs) uh and streets did you want to give a brief synopsis of kind of like what the movie's about yeah um so it's kind of based off a short film i already did and it, it is a lot of my films combined together almost if some of it because maybe when you were watching it some of it kind of felt familiar but it still was fresh enough where it didn't feel boring but it basically is about a murder that happens about a kid named brian or a guy named brian and then his little sister and his best friend both want to figure out who who killed him who did it right while that's happening the actual killer is trying to get away he's trying to like leave the just leave like get, get rid of the like try to get um Trying to make sure that no one finds out that he did it, right? Mm-hmm. And then in the end, you know, the whole movie's about all of them trying to, like, intertwine. and all, it, It's all these stories happening at the same time, and at the end, they all hit at the end. Like, if that makes sense. It's yeah, so it has, it's a very stories. interesting, yeah, it's three different stories. It's kind stories. of hard to explain almost. Yeah. Three different stories, at the end, they all turn into one, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, and the way you kind of connected everything mm-hmm. uh, was beautiful. I mean, we're, we won't spoil the ending. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I also wanted to ask. I think it was great too that mm-hmm. during the premiere you were at the front, kind of greeting everyone oh, yeah, as yeah. you went in. Like, yeah, like what made you want to do that? Just because uh, before, like the movie started, or uh, like before oh, the movie started. Yeah, so the main reason why I walked up to do that was because I thought no, one, like I thought people were still talking, and I was like, oh, just to make sure they get in their seats real quick. Let me go uh-huh. walk up. I wasn't gonna do that though. I was just gonna sit down and be like, okay, play the movie. But um, I thought, oh, no, I'll just really quick just. I'll just introduce the movie real fast and just say thank you just because I know I'm going to have the chance after, but I'm probably going to be like, everyone has to go after, you know, after the movie's over. So I was like, let me just walk up. So that's when I told Matt if I can get a microphone and he told me they were up front and I walked up and mm. introduced the movie. So I was really nervous. I was so nervous. Even though it was people I like talk to all the time, I was, I was freaking out, but it was Yeah. Good. And uh, so going into the film, um, I think it was awesome how you just introduced, you know, you introduced yourself Mm-hmm. film started and at the beginning uh you used a track by eric uh, the god Eric the god, that's yeah. right yeah um so tell me about how that process was so, uh, of having a local artist uh being yeah. in a movie so what happened was i was gonna have my other friend uh that i had from school uh trey and he's an artist too and uh i was talking to him about working on a song uh together like an original song but also if if that wasn't gonna work out then maybe just use one of his songs and and again, we're all busy and we just couldn't connect completely. So he he didn't get back to me in time to be able to put the song into the movie. Yeah. So I had literally like a week and a half or so, which that sounds like enough time. But editing wise, we got to like. No, that, that actually does not sound yeah, like no, enough not, time. Not enough time to get a song in. So um, what I ended up doing was let me just see if I can find someone else. And I was scrolling through my Instagram and everything. And then I found uh, Eric, Eric the God. And I was listening to his Rose's Baby album, and the whole album was really good. But when I got to the last song, uh, it's called The Last Dance, something about the song just clicked with me. It was just such a good instrumental, and the lyrics were, like, really the deli- It was just great. It was just a really, really good song. So I ended up uh, DMing him on Instagram, and I was like, hey, man, I'm a local filmmaker. My name is Miguel. I, I told him all about me. And I told him about the movie. I didn't tell him exactly what it was about, but I just told him that I needed a song. I didn't tell him what it was for either. I didn't tell him it was for the intro credits, but... Uh, I just told him if I could borrow the song, if, if he has... The, uh, I also told him if he had the rights to it, though, just to make mm. sure, right? Yeah, yeah, And then he got back to me, like, half an hour later, like, oh, yeah, for sure, I got you. I got the rights to it. I can let you use it. I'm totally cool with it. I was like, okay, sounds good. And then he just ended up emailing me the song, and then that was it. And you had a conversation with him later, right? And After then, the film, yeah. Um, 
And then after that, uh, I told him uh, he actually wasn't going to be able to make it to the premiere. So that was uh, that was kind of sad. But uh, he did tell me that he was really happy that I used the song and he was really like he really wanted to see the movie. So I ended up uh, I actually have the movie on YouTube, but it's in private because I can't publish it. Right. Yeah. I'm going to do some stuff with it. But uh, I ended up get, getting him the link so he can watch it on his own. But uh, in the end, it worked out. He, he really. So I think we might actually be able to work together on another, something else. Perfect. Like another movie. It's all about collaborations. It's all you know? about collaborations. And I really wanted to make sure I used like a again a local artist mm -hmm. you know, from where we're from. So yeah. yeah. Um Santi, did you want to add anything? No, I'm just like listening listening to you and <laughs> the the music and I'm a big movie fan and mm -hmm. in person. I I think I spend too much money going to the theaters watching oh, films. Um <laughs> so I think one of the biggest things for me is when they nail the music, um and it's it just fits right. Yeah. So and the fact that you use someone here, it's a win win because you they're supporting you and you're supporting them. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And going into more in depth of the film, you use a lot of locations here in yeah. San Rafael. So obviously you're, you're trying to tell a story of like, you know, what mm -hmm. some people might may or may, may not go through here in mm -hmm. San Rafael and Marin in general. Um, you know, with everything that's been going on in Marin recently, you know, about like the kid that got stabbed. Uh, the teens I got on to that freeway accident yeah. in Novato. Um, mm -hmm. And what there was like the other kid that got like jumped by like five kids or something. It hit him with like bats, right? Yeah, hit him with that like was, bats. That, when I saw that, I, it broke my heart. It really did. It's just, uh, it's crazy how violent people are. Yeah, it's, so. it's the thing about Marin. I was having this conversation actually with someone this week about how, you know, when you think of crime in Marin, it's like when it happens, it's like big, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because usually everyone thinks Marin's pretty quiet yeah. and stuff like that. But there's a lot of like... There is a lot of stuff. When something happens. bad happens, it, it's bad. It's bad. Um, it's really bad. Yeah. And I think that your movie does a really good job of highlighting like mm -hmm. the psych the psycho like the psychology that goes into like having your friend be murdered mm -hmm. or having a brother be murdered. You know what I mean? Like, like that kind of um, dynamic, like seeing how your characters cope with someone who has died yeah. while also contemplating like well do i like the morality right of killing the person who killed your killed your friend him. or yeah. something right it's such a hard subject yes. to kind of like put like how did what was your thinking process during that like um, on how to really set that idea up for the yeah. movie i don't know i it was more of a um i really wanted to just show people um how many ways someone can react to something like that, right? So, in a way, M uh, Michael, when his best friend died, immediately, oh, I'm going to go find that guy and I'm going to kill him. That's that's his goal. The, the entire movie, he's like, I'm going to figure out who did it, I'm going to kill him. His sister, on the other hand, just needed closure. She just wanted to know who did it. She doesn't want to do anything. She doesn't want, She just needed closure, right? So, I just the main thing that I wanted to do with it was show just how different everyone's reactions to something like that can be, right? Mm -hmm. So... I think I I think I did it in a way where you can understand it and you can feel for them at the same time because I also threw in characters who weren't directly connected to the person that died and you can actually see how they react to the person that's reacting to that. So in this like Henry, Henry was Isabella's uh, friend, right? He's the one with the glasses, he's the tall one. And he was just there to help her. He was just there to help her get through it because he doesn't know who that is. he knows who that is, but he's not connected to him at all. Mm -hmm. But she is. So he feels bad for her, so he feels like he has to help her. So just something about seeing people help other people and also seeing how many different reactions you, and just 
feelings can happen with something yeah. like that is, I don't know, something I wanted to try. Delve into, yeah. Delve into, yeah, yeah. Did you want to add, Sandy? Um, well, I haven't watched the movie, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just kind of mm-hmm. like listening to you guys. But I think everywhere you go, there's always crime. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that you're using, you know, experiences and, and what's happening um, and telling storytelling, using it as an art in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that came out right. But yeah. you know how I think a lot of people think art is just whatever. Yeah. But I think there's a powerful thing of the message you can give through storytelling. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's very powerful. Mm-hmm. And one thing, yeah, no, absolutely. And w- the thing about film is that you get to highlight like these stories that, you know, otherwise no one would really know about yeah. or know to like a mass audience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the way I think of Marin in a way is that Canal, especially, mm. it's like its own city little almost. City. Yeah. yeah, it's like its own little city like yeah. that's separated from literally everything mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Because the one thing that, that I think is really sad is that the immigrant community, right? Like mm-hmm. the ones that don't even speak English, yeah. they all live in this area, in but they're area. all living like a whole different like yeah. life yeah. compared to ours. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I would love to connect more with the immigrant community because there's so, there's so many bright immigrants here now. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I always feel for them because like, you know, like my family obviously immigrated here mm-hmm. and I... I I have a big respect for people who who immigrate here, especially at a young age, you know. Um, But it's kind of crazy to think that way, right? That we live, we go to these same places, but these people are different, like living completely different Different lives from us. us. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think like getting to highlight those stories. um, uh, Again, like this, the the story going back to the streets, um, the whole premise of how you know we or a bunch of latino kids can get caught up into this kind of crazy world of exactly. of crime and having to buy guns yeah, and, and all this crazy and all the sketchy stuff that comes with that right mm-hmm. um it, it felt very real yeah. uh you know and it felt very um like you like were some of the characters like based on true stories or um, were loosely based on what you heard like how did you yeah. come up with those ideas um some of the char- i i definitely based some of the characters on like my actual friends, but at the same time, I, I wanted to make sure I kept it fictional enough where it didn't match completely. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to just be playing themselves. I want them right. to actually play a character. Mm-hmm. So, um, the the main... None of it is too uh, exact to anything that actually happened, because that would be crazy, because you saw a lot of yeah, stuff Yeah, a lot of crazy That's, stuff that happens in the movie. A lot of crazy stuff happens in the movie. So, not exactly, but... Um, it's almost I like amped it up to ten. Like it like this is what happened, but I moved it like all the way. Now it's like even more dramatic than it actually has to be, but it works for the movie. Um but uh yeah, no, I, I, I didn't really base it too too completely off of like a real event or like a real person because I didn't want it to be a thing where um let's say that person sees the movie and they get like uncomfortable with like, Oh wait, what, what is, why are you writing about, or, you know what I mean? So I wanted to make, thing that's why I want to make yeah. sure I tell the story in a, in a way where you don't have to exactly like use someone who you've known. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I'm not writing exactly, oh, I'm not exactly writing my best friend. I'm writing oh, a version of him or something like that. Right. So I wanted to make sure that they were different enough where you felt like you knew them, but mm-hmm. you don't, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of what I was going for. How about you want to add something? No, go ahead. Okay. (laughs) I want to add, you know, there were a lot of like uncomfortable kind of intense scenes, right, throughout the movie. How was it um, having, I guess I can mention this, is that Mm -hmm. Anna's 
and the the character that Anna plays, what yeah, what's the Liz. name? Of, Liz. Yeah. Um, she gets beaten up pretty bad yeah. in the movie. Uh, she gets kind of like, like kidnapped. She, she gets, or she uh, gets tied up. Yeah, she gets tied up and she gets beat up. Yeah. And it's that was probably one of my like that that scene right there mm-hmm. was like wow like I I could tell you like really put in a lot of work to make that seem yeah as intense and as <laughs> violent as it was because. Yeah. <laughs> It was good, like, and I felt the, like I felt those punches. I felt the way, um, what was it, Eric? Eric yeah, yeah. Um, he, that he was like kind of threatening and, and and messing her up. Like it was, yeah. it was an intense scene. Yeah. Um, how was it filming like those kinds of scenes? Like the process. Like, did you check in with the actors? Did yeah. you check in with like how how was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, those tougher scenes were definitely uh harder to shoot on the day. Um, that specific scene, the interrogation scene, was. The, again, uh, I remember I, I answered the question uh, at the at the premiere, and I said that we really wanted to just make sure that the uh, actors were comfortable. We wanted to make sure Josue was okay with doing what he was doing to Anna, and she was okay with what he was going to do and everything. Yeah. And she was actually zip-tied, so we didn't want her to, like, get hurt, or we'd want him to Something hurt Something to go wrong. We didn't absolutely. want anything to go wrong at all, so um, we didn't want him to feel uncomfortable or anything. And... It was it was really intense. It really was, and it, it on set when we were doing it, uh, we really wanted to keep it like funny. And I, I, I told Devin, let's just keep talking to them, getting them through it, because they definitely they were in character for sure. Like throughout the whole scene, they were definitely in character. And Josue, he was in character, but as soon as you you said cut, he cut he like cut it. He, up. Was, he was done. Like, yeah. He was like okay. Uh, <laughs> he like looked around. He was like, hold on, let me take a deep breath. I'm like okay, because he was um, he did not feel happy. Like not happy, but he did not feel comfortable. Like. Wrong. I, it felt wrong to him, which is what I told him. I was like, "Oh no, it's supposed to feel wrong. You're you're not supposed to be a good person. This is a terrible <laughs> character doing something terrible, right?" He's like, "Yeah, I get it. I get it." I was like, "Yeah." So if I mean, if you're not comfortable, I told him, "I was like, if you're not comfortable, we can stop right now." He's like, "No, we got it. We got it." So then we kept shooting. But um, those scenes are really hard sometimes on the on them. Uh, and I really want to make sure they know that you know we're always there for them and we're like directing them. And we if they need anything, like if they need like a break, if they want to stop, we can stop. Like it's not mm-hmm. like an obligation to finish. Yeah. Especially those Absolutely. kinds of scenes. Yeah, so those kinds of scenes. Those scenes are crazy. So was that shot all in one day? That was shot in one day. Wow. Yeah, we got it done in one night. Um, it took crazy. us a while because again, how difficult it was. But at the end, obviously, it came out you know, looking good. So yeah, that's great. Props to them. Yeah. Santi, did you want to add something? No, I just thought that I think for the actors, it's quite something what, what you know, f- putting yourself actually in someone else's shoes and acting and and, and being something that you're not. Mm-hmm. And I've always heard about when you watch actors interviews, they'll talk about like staying in character and mm-hmm. how that messes with their mind at yeah. times. Um, because you know you're you're battling with oh but this is wrong but you have to act it <laughs> you out have and to act it, act out, it yeah. out and be like oh th- but this is what i'm doing um so i think that's amazing i'm really excited to see that scene mm-hmm. i think that there are certain ways there's sh- shot there's mm-hmm. people who do it in different ways so i'm curious to see how you took it was like a horror movie if, yeah it felt like a horror that. movie yeah i did the lighting in there where there was two lights in the actual garage it happens in a garage okay and there's two lights one of the lights was bright white like that one and mm-hmm. the, and it was like right above them and the other one was uh, right next to that one and it was uh, the garage light and it was like a yellow tint and i was like not nah, turn this one off and i left but the only thing is the garage light only turns on if you open and close the garage uh. so every 10 minutes like 5 10 minutes we had to like kind of open the garage and close it again so the light can stay on mm. and then um cuz I really wanted to make sure when I was editing when I brought the color you could almost you almost didn't see Eric's face you saw that's that that's right yeah. it was more backlit on him but you could really see uh Liz's face so 
I really paid attention to that to make it more intense. So now you feel even more like on the edge of your yeah. Everything. So because yeah. what you were mentioning, like how you feel like how like, like dilemma that a director goes through when shooting a scene like that, right? Like their body. De- Devin mentioned this mm-hmm. um, was that he felt like when he saw like Anna like being beat up, mm-hmm. like he knows that it was like you know a scene in the yeah. movie, but his body was like, no, I gotta oh, go yeah, and I save gotta, her. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, De- uh, De- yeah. Devin said something uh, at the premiere. He said when we were answering this question, um, when he was sitting on the side while I was like recording, while I was like filming and everything, and while he was watching, he knew it was fake. It just felt wrong. Like it looked so good, it, it was acted out so well that he felt like getting up and walking over and being like, "Whoa!" But it was, it was, it was fake. Mm-hmm. So like, it, that's how powerful they were doing it. You know, that's how powerful that they were playing the characters. That it felt that real. Yeah. So. And that's yeah. good. I mean, for the the ones who are acting, I think they're getting if they want to pursue an acting career, mm-hmm. you know, the, that experience that you're, uh, you know, providing is is great. Yeah. And just kind of feeling, you know, this is what it feels like. This is what. Yeah. We have to do. And considering that all of your actors are your friends, right? And they yeah, they don't really. Right. Yeah, they don't do like acting as like a full time gig. You know what I mean? No. They did such an incredible job. I think this is some of the best acting out of all your films. I think that like has come mm-hmm. out of your directing. Yeah, thank you. Um, especially, I I personally really liked Isabella's character. Yeah. Who whoever played Isabella? She what was her name? My release. Yeah, she was fantastic throughout yeah. the film. I really liked her character and the way she portrayed her, mm-hmm. um, as well as well Anna being yeah. David's girlfriend, right yeah, mm-hmm. in the movie, um, and of course you and yeah. and, and and Devin um, playing characters also in the film. Yeah. Like you guys just did so great. You guys have such a you know, always, always it's a great dynamic between yeah. you two. Like I was always yeah. so excited when you guys were on on, on screen. screen. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, this yeah, we try. yeah. because it's cool. Because you guys are kind of like the comic relief. Yeah, and we, keep the tone of the movie. Yeah, kinda. absolutely. Because we, I, I noticed something while we were writing. I'm like, we're like, this is a sad movie. This is actually a really serious and sad movie. Yeah. So, um, but the thing is to keep it kind of real. Um, funny stuff happens in life, you know. Funny stuff and sad stuff and crazy stuff and. So we really wanted to make sure when you saw me and Devin or even uh, Johnny, who actually did have some funny lines in there. When he remember when he turned around, he was like, "Announce yourself!" Like, oh uh, like, yeah, yeah, he had we some great lines. Yeah, we yeah. wanted to add just some funny moments that weren't exactly like, like oh, uh, they were they were hilarious, but like more like it doesn't make the movie a comedy, but it just makes it bearable. Like the continue. Yeah, the tone, the tone stays kind of the same, tr- yeah. the same throughout. Like mm-hmm. after an intense scene, here's some funny stuff. Here's some funny yeah, stuff, exactly. but it doesn't feel out of place. Yeah, yeah, because I, I feel you. Like sometimes when I'm watching a horror film, like if there's like not enough, like there's always like that comic relief, like yeah. oh one character yeah, that yeah, dies yeah. first or mm-hmm. something, and yeah. it's kind of funny. But if like it keeps dragging on and on, you're like, oh, it's just like not yeah. enjoyable to watch. It's kind of annoying when it's like the same thing over and over. Exactly. So we wanted to make sure we through in, in enough uh that's why we made the characters very different from each other so you it feels fresh every time we get to a new scene new scene mm-hmm. oh it's these guys again oh, oh it's these people so we wanted to make sure we didn't get you didn't get bored watching it you know right yeah absolutely did you want to add no i so you co-wrote the film with uh devin yeah so uh the original script me and devin wrote it back in 2021 it was our first thing we ever did together and then we shot it as a short film uh back then and then this one we did the same thing we co-wrote it again and uh he took over some scenes i took some other ones and then eventually we were both like going back and forth and all that so we we definitely co-wrote it together yeah okay Mm -hmm. 
I, I also have another question that mm. when you talked about, you know, filming and, and you, you, so you directed and film, filmed it, right? Yeah, I, I so wrote it and two, two different yeah. things. Two different things. Um, directing is just, for mm. those who don't know, filming is actually oh, camera, having yeah. the camera, camera and, and yeah. Yeah. filming, <laughs> yeah. which would be my favorite thing. Uh -huh. Um, but I wanted to know, so I saw when you guys were filming these, uh, the scenes a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. and my curiosity is, how long did it take you to edit that? Because for me, it was like, it would take a while. Mm -hmm. um, but it seemed, in my eyes at least, it seemed very quick. Very quick. Because, um, I mean, I, I've, we, yeah. I follow you on Tay. I think Tay. So, mm -hmm. was looking through and mm -hmm. saw your stories. Um, what, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, how long how long did it take to edit specific scenes or just the entire the video? entire thing? Yeah, um, how that worked was we would film a specific day, just a specific day, and then after the day was over, I would go uh, because I actually edited the entire movie on an, on an iPad, so I'm still kind of like, whoa, dude, crazy. what? I did the whole thing on an iPad, but the final cut, the final cut of the movie was on Devin's computer because we were not going to export a two-hour movie on, on an iPad. That's but, um, crazy. You're still on the iPad because I remember you mentioning that. Yeah, I, yeah. I edit on the iPad. Don't shoot on the phone anymore. I've been no, doing no, no, that. But yeah. um, so what happened was um, we would film a specific day on, on our camera, which is a Fujifilm X-T3. It's a really good camera, and it has like a in, – in the lens, it almost looks uh, – it looks like film grain. On, mm. on it, like on the footage you know so it's pretty cool but um we would uh shoot on the camera and then when we'd get home Devin would get the sd uh card, SD card. and put it in i almost forgot what it's called uh <laughs> the sd card put it in a usb drive and then convert it and then put it into my google drive and then on my google drive it would i would download all the stuff that i need and edit it on the ipad and that would take me either the rest of the night or all day the next day depending on what kind of scene it was if it was a dialogue scene, it would take me the rest of the night because it's not that hard. Just to cut the dialogue together. If it was an action scene or something crazy, then it would take a couple days. Okay. You know, so, and that's uh, that's because I have to make sure the audio sounded good because yeah. we're gonna watch it in the movie theater. But also the visuals. You know, I wanted to bring the colors out. I wanted to do this and that. You know, there's a bunch of stuff that I had to like keep track of because I wanted to make sure it was like the best it could be, and it did take me a while. Um, in the end, though, I would edit. Uh, I edited the movie in four parts, and each part was about thirty minutes to thirty-six minutes. Mm -hmm. And then after all of that, I would upload it back up to Google Drive, and then Devin would export it, put it on Premiere Pro on his computer. Gotcha. Um, overall, um, it technically took us maybe like thirty-five. Took me like thirty-five days to edit it all. Because I would edit the same day. Yeah, that, that was my question. Because yeah. I was like, after I was like that fast. Yeah. But so, that makes that makes a whole. Because it took me it took me thirty days to edit all the scenes, and then because uh, it was you know the days I filmed uh -huh. were the days I edited, so thirty days of filming, thirty days of editing. But then it took me an extra five because I needed a week to finish the like you know whole movie and finish it all up. So yeah, about thirty five, thirty six. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, thanks for sharing that process. Again, there's just so much that goes into making yeah, a movie. Like it's not just like a script and then mm -hmm. just Too like fun. you have to plan out the scheduling. Yep. Like you said, there's certain scenes where it looks like two characters were talking with each other, but oh, they were filmed on different days. That's, yeah, that was crazy, by the way. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was, fun. it was seamless to me throughout the movie. I didn't feel like scenes were shot on different days or something like that. Right. Yeah, and I good. think that's how you do a really good job of just displaying like um your technicality mm -hmm. with with film mm -hmm. um but yeah i wanted to actually just move on so away from from talking for now for yeah. about the movie um sure. before we do that though i actually wanted to ask so will there be other premieres for people to go watch streets um i'm thinking about it um 
I have a couple of friends who didn't get the chance to see it, and uh, I do have a lot of other, yeah, just a lot of other people and family that can come watch it as well. So I, I might do a second premiere, and maybe you can come see it then. Um, don't know when that'll be. Hopefully soon. Uh, at the Lark? It'll probably be at the Lark again, yeah. Uh, I mean, I we always wanted to do the Raphael Theater right here, but we have to, like, get into contact with somebody, and uh, we have, like, no clue who, so. Okay. We, well, we like, can help you out with that. There you go. So we can we'll help you we can out. Do that. That. Yeah, we got, we, we're starting to hopefully make some more connections over awesome. there at the Raphael Theater, so we'd love awesome. to help you out. That'd be great, yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, so, basically, uh, moving on, I kind of just wanted to start talking about, like, our new year. So, it's a new year now, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's crazy because you just started yeah. your new year so high yeah. already, right, with the, with the premiere of your exactly film. That's what I was going for. Was yeah. Like, um, so, that's awesome. Um, I also wanted to mention, um, yeah, so, what are some of your guys' New Year's goals and plans for, for this upcoming year? Like, what do you, what do you hope to accomplish? Um, I kind of want to delve into that. Did you want to start, Santi? Well, first, um, just to kind of break off the, the, the two parts, I do want to say a short PSA, and it is, um, the weather is crazy right now. Oh. I just want to send yeah. a big message yeah. to everyone who's driving to be safe out there. We all think that just because we're in a vehicle and it's protecting us that we can drive n- normally the way we would drive. But truly, um, unfortunately, Marin did lose two amazing people, um, I think, last week, uh, two teenagers. So sending so much love and prayers to the families and friends i know it's very difficult and one of the students did go to terra linda high school and i live right next to tl um and just reminding everyone to drive safe you know it's better to arrive five minutes ten minutes late than you not coming home yeah Um, absolutely so just wanted to make sure to say that to on the show um and with that being said i'm going to continue with my goals (laughs) (laughs) um i have a goal of first i i I manage a couple businesses with my family we own businesses so i have individual goals for each one of those um but for me i want to be more financially good and i think right now i'm good but i think that there's way better opportunities out there for me and i want to be able to be financially good to be able to you know do a lot of the things that um i want to do right um one of them is being able to move out of my family home i would stay there forever if i could um (laughs) you know but i think I want to grow as a person and be more independent. And I'm really, really close to my family. We have such a beautiful relationship. So moving out is actually a huge challenge for all of us because we we can stay here forever, you yeah. know, with my family. But it's important for us to to um, to grow. Right. And so I just want to get out of my comfort zone. So hopefully by the beginning of next year, I'll yeah. be having my own place. And so, place. but yeah, I don't, great. yeah, I don't, but I don't want to move out without being, you know, financially stable yeah, because I think that is so important. So for now, that is a huge goal of mine to be financially more stable, yeah, which in Marin County is quite interesting. Quite difficult. Uh, yeah. Quite difficult. So, yeah, I can, I can understand what you mean by that because I, I definitely, I moved out of my mom's apartment. Uh, the beginning of last, no, no, I didn't, no, yeah, the beginning of last year, uh, not beginning, but like May-ish is when I moved out, I think, and uh, it was, it was kind of hard, it was kind of hard, I've, I've always lived with my mom, me and my mom have moved a lot, 
because uh, I, I was actually born in Texas and we were there for about a year, like until like a, or a couple months, I don't remember. But we were there for a while, and then we moved up to Ohio and then we moved over here to California. So I know how it feels to like move around, but leaving her, like I, I do see her still. I see her like almost every other day. But um, just leaving the home, the uh, the apartment that I've you know always been at with my mom, and I've always been next to her my entire life. It's it's really sad, but uh, I wanted to be more independent, like like you said mm-hmm. you want to be, and I just wanted to you know, do something different and just feel like I'm my own adult and everything. So, yeah, I think I there's totally something, yeah, there's something powerful of, of doing things on your own. Mm-hmm. And like I tell my mom and I, I get very emotional when I talk to her, but like I'm moving and I'm mentally preparing mm-hmm. because I'm so used to us being all Absolutely. together, but I'm Absolutely. like, no, I need it. Um, and I've, I've, I've gotten up quite upset with her a couple of times when she's like, you're moving out, you oh. know, as a joke. And I'm like, no, <laughs> but really, like you said, it's very independent and stuff. And so yeah. that's my ultimate goal is that, but, but so I can do that. I need to be certain things right. And, and, yeah, absolutely. and working for me. But what about you? What, um, what are, what are your goals for, for this year? I don't want to give a, 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 what is it called when it's like exactly what you think I'm going to say? Uh, uh, it's a specific word, but uh, I don't I don't want to say I want to make more movies because yes, but uh, I'll I'll say a different goal. But I, hmm, the financially stable thing actually is kind of close to mine because I actually I've wanted to I wanted to get a credit card and like work on my like credit and like get yeah get financially stable so I can actually start um feeling a little bit more independent because I do I don't live with my mom but at the same time I still have like a debit card and I don't like. Have my own thing and everything. Yeah. So that might sound kind of like childish, but like you know, I want to just do something like that so I could have my own thing. Uh, what else? A credit card's a really good thing to have. Yeah. Um, I got mine when I was nineteen. Oh, it was. I did it because it was actually really funny how I got my credit card. Um, I always wanted one, but it was like so hard to apply for one mm-hmm. until I just went. I was trying to buy something that was like over two thousand uh-huh. dollars. And then my like card got stopped. Oh, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, what, why is it stopped?" I had to go to the bank uh-huh. and tell them, "Like, hey, this is like actually me. To, yeah, yeah I'm just trying to buy, trying to it, buy yeah, this." Yeah. Um, but during that, the the person that was helping me out um, was um, they 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 helped me out with just telling me like, "Hey, that you you don't have a credit card yet. Do you want to apply now?" I'm like, "Sure, I can do that. Sure." Yeah. I'll Did you have to up- do a deposit though. Um, you have to do a deposit. No, they no. just made me apply for the student credit card because uh, I was going to college. And they're like, if you're a college student, you can just apply right now. And I'm like, ah, uh, I got it. All right, I'll, I'll take it. I'll do it. So uh, ever since that, I've have about three or four credit cards now. That's dope. And yeah. I've a I've been always very very good with my like credit score. I've always been on time with my payments, mm-hmm. and that goes a long way. Like I highly recommend getting a credit card, yeah. especially at your age. Yeah, like, I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to do. So I that's think, one of my I goals. I think we're gonna have a, a show about that. I've been been wanting to do a show on financial. Um, information how to get a credit card how all of that works because yeah. i think that they don't teach us good that Not in school so no. um <laughs> they don't care they're like ah oh, here so that's history that's important so we're definitely gonna have a show on that Absolutely. for, fina- that for sure. financial education which is super important mm-hmm. yeah and that's that's something i want to do I'm sure that with the films, right, you'll find a way to make money out of it yeah i uh, hope so eventually if i'm not uh that's one of the things about the premiere is um being able to do that, I can actually maybe try to get in touch with people who can maybe, you know, help me, like, put it in another theater and actually get money for it, right? So, like, something like that would really help me, you know, get, uh, you know, 
actually start making like a living out of doing what I like mm-hmm. you know, doing like that. So as soon as we get to start doing that, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a, good. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Perfect. Um, as for some of my goals um, that I have for this year, in particular, is I just want to start kind of like more here at the Multicultural Center in Marin uh, and, and kind of addressing an issue that a lot of us know here at, and in Marin in general is that there's not enough things for youth to go out and do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. There's just like no real place to go hang out or no good place to like show off your, your skills or anything like nothing. Right. There's not no really. hangout spot like not that. Really. Um, but I want to start an open mic event That's um, cool. here, here in the building um, where people can come and, you know, either play live music or do spoken poetry or do anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want to have like a monthly thing going on where like there's always this time to meet up, yeah. uh, especially targeted towards high schoolers and college students, um, because I think that's important. Yeah, um, absolutely. It really is. And, you know, I was in talks with uh, David Calderon, who I think, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. I do know him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He is actually hosting an open mic right now at mm-hmm. uh, Next Generation Scholars. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really inspired me because there was a lot of like um, students there who are e- ELD or, you know, English as a second language, mm-hmm. ESL kids. Um, and they were like rapping in Spanish and stuff. And I was like, well, these guys are like here and we're in. Like, I didn't know about this, but it's such a small space. And I want to give them like a bigger, a space, bigger space. You know space. what I mean? So. That was really what inspired me, and I hope to c- potentially colla- collaborate with David and myself to, to have that open mic event occur here. Yeah. Um, and it'd be great to also show off your movies here at some great. point. Yeah, you know? Um, just more opportunities for people yeah. to get their crafts out there. Because, I, again, I, I'm all for the arts, and I'm all yeah. for creativity. Absolutely, so. me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think Javier and the, and the Tay team spe- specifically, we've been brainstorming on hosting events here. I know Anneli has great ideas, uh, who's in Guatemala. Um, oh, yeah. Hope she's, yeah, she's, she's in Guatemala right now. Trip. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she brought some incredible ideas, and I think Kim might have some ideas, too, on what we can do here for the youth i think that i i was thinking of movie screenings as well like bringing and having i know there's a lot of families too who can't afford renting a movie as much as you're like oh it's like five bucks or six bucks for Netflix. Yeah, yeah but it's not affordable for many families so oh, yeah. uh, you know yeah, tickets open are so expensive <laughs> yeah, movie, movie tickets are like what 14 bu- I'm no, like, 16 bucks no 16 bucks bro like, <laughs> i was gonna go i was gonna this go is, this is why i said that i spend my money too too my my money too much on movies i don't know how i forgot i was like oh there's 16 i forgot i, I just, I, I just <laughs> go all the time and that's here i like to go to sf to watch like the the, the oh imax, IMAX yeah, yeah. Oh, because awesome. it sounds so much better mm-hmm. and those are like 25 dollars and yeah, if i count crazy. how many times i've gone um you'll see my my money <laughs> um, but yeah just stuff like that and just uh trying to build a community of when we, if we talk about tay specifically i yeah. think that's a goal that is out there for hopefully this year we're gonna have more interactions again also reason we haven't been able to do that is because of the pandemic mm-hmm. but this year i feel like it's just gone down a little and yeah. we can do things a little bit somewhat normal mm-hmm. and by normal I mean is always still trying to protect ourselves as much as possible just confirming to a post-covid yeah yeah world right yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. been i don't know almost three years yeah wow crazy. three years wow that's crazy um but yeah, absolutely. So so getting more events like that out there. There's also another cafe that just opened 
um, from one of the guests we had on the show before, Sally Newsom. She just opened up a new business here on 4th Street. Oh, yeah. Um, Karma Cafe, I think it's what it's called. It just opened this week, I think on Tuesday or something. Um, And she wants to create that as a hub for youth to come and meet up to, like a cafe for youth to come and chill out at. And also they're going to do like live music, apparently. Like she wants to get live music going on and like see things like that is like awesome. You know what I mean? Um, Because it's a really good way for us to kind of get together, collaborate, meet new people, meet artists. You know what I mean? Like that's that's all about it. Like you you know about collaboration. It's it goes such a long way. Absolutely. It really does. Yeah. Um, So. Yeah, hopefully something sparks out of that. Um, I hope so. I hope to get involved more with that. Um, and yeah, uh, but as for a more personal like goal for myself, I, I just want to stay, I feel like, more organized and, and keeping like a small friend group. Because um, I don't know, like what, what is your guys' relationships with, with friend groups like after high school, right? Like, yeah, like, you know how after high school you kind of like know people, but then like, yeah, you don't like hang out. Things just kind of split up yeah. after a while. I don't know. Um. I actually still have the same friends I had in high school, so we're 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 doing fine. You know, we're still here. We're all working and doing our thing, and obviously working on uh, the films and everything. So I think that I think that's one thing that actually keeps us kind of together was the films. And it's not even like me trying to keep. Oh no, I need you guys to do this. So you yeah, yeah. Keep being my friend. It's just I think we all just wanted to be a part of something together, something fun, something like that we can like all just work on and that really helped us like bond even more and like be even closer friends and you know i call all my friends brothers i really do like they really do feel like my brothers so um i'm really close to all of them so i yeah i have a really good friend group that's good Mm -hmm. yeah no that makes sense that you i mean obviously like yeah you're staying with your friend group through the films like you guys are together for so many hours of the day yeah i'm doing what you guys you know what you love and and that's great and I'm glad that your friends are supportive. Yeah, your, that's the main thing. Is yeah. they're, they're supportive. If they weren't <laughs> as supportive as uh, as they are, right? I, I would. It wouldn't like diminish me at all. I would still be working on my craft and everything. But it, it definitely would affect like how I'd be how I'd be like uh, achieving it. You mm-hmm. know, how I'd be working on it. I would definitely be going at it in a different direction as I am now. So right. really good that I have. You know, it's good to have good friends. You know, absolutely. Santa, you want to add? I mean, for me, I only have one friend, like my best friend. Um, she, I've met her, what, almost a year and a half now, mm-hmm. you know, and, and surprisingly, we have a very good connection. That's great. That friendship just blossomed unexpectedly. So she's my only friend. And then I have, of course, my um, my brothers, and I spend time with them. And then I do have another friend who, um, he's part he's a business partner but he, he feels like part of the family as well so mm-hmm. outside friends i don't really have any i think that's a goal for me this year is to go out be a little more open and um get to meet people i yeah. think i'm usually i work from home as well and manage everything from home my laptop is like my work area so yeah. i'm constantly there and i yeah. just come to the studio and that's pretty much it my outings and yeah. that's why i love adventures i guess because mm-hmm. i'm i i'm home most Very of the inside, time yeah. yeah so a goal for me would probably be that is making more friends healthy relationships and i think just after your i can't believe now it's been almost three years that i've been out of high school and i realized just you start living that's really the yeah. truth of it your yeah, life it really doesn't is. I, I think in a way they picture like, oh, you're ending something in high school. But really, it's just the beginning, the very beginning. And you start working and, yeah. and you got bills to pay. You go to school. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's just kind of doing their own thing. And 
you know you don't split up because like you don't like each other well i hope so right but <laughs> for me that was it it was just kind of everybody's busy and, and if you want to yeah. hang out with someone it's like oh no i'm working this day or yeah it's just schedules the scheduling yeah. part is so hard even though i have my best friend she lives in vallejo but she works weekends and i don't work weekends mm-hmm. oh, and so okay. it's like a management of yeah. like something it's like hard to weeks. schedule it's really weird. i go maybe like a month the longest i think i've gone was like a month and a half without seeing her but we're like constantly checking in on each other mm-hmm. um but we talk about it often, and it's just like that part of growing up, you know, part yeah, of growing absolutely. up. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And do you have any plans for, well, any new films this year? Or Yeah, um, I'm working on two projects. I am uh, technically three. Two of them I'm writing. Oh, wow. the, other one, uh, the other one I'm actually working on with Devin, and that's his movie. It's called uh, Strawberry Portrait of a Serial Killer. And it's a you know slasher movie. Oh, that's right. That's that is going to be and doing he's like gonna a, be using a camcorder. Yeah, the, the vintage camcorder for that. Uh, but he's going to be using the other camera as well. But mm-hmm. um, I'm going to be assistant director on that one, and I'm going to be helping on camera a bit. You know, it's the same thing I do. And then the other two projects are my own projects. I'm writing and directing them. Uh, so you know, I'm not co-writing with Devin, and that's not because I like Devin. I like I love Devin, mm-hmm. but it's just my own thing. Uh, one of them is called How to Save the World, and it's uh, about a little Latino girl named uh, Natalie, and she time travels to the future. Uh, and that's that's kind of like the plot, and, wow. and and you know we'll get Interesting. more of that you know later. And then the other one's called uh, ESR, East East San Rafael. East that San one, Rafael. Oh, that okay. one's about uh, two characters. One of them is a, a gang member, and the other one's a high schooler who's about to graduate. And you basically see them butt heads on the last week of school, and he's trying to graduate, and he's like, "Oh no!" But you know, so you kind of oh, see okay. like coming two, of age kind of. It's come, kind of kind of a coming of age, and it's almost uh, it's almost the, that movie. That one's really personal because I do have. I did put a lot of my personal, uh, sto- like stories and stuff that happened, um, and it's almost I call it like a thing where w- the high schooler is me, uh, and the gangster is me if I wasn't if I dropped out. So yeah, I, uh, so like you know it's like two versions of me, but they're in the same thing. So gotcha. That's what I'm gonna be. With. You know, when you talk about like storytelling, I'm also a writer, mm-hmm. so um, I do have a published book, but. I dream of of writing my story, uh-huh. like actually of how I came here. I feel like my story means nothing. Like, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't nah, mean nothing. <laughs> but but to me, it's just like it's my story. But yeah. every time I tell my story and like my family story, everybody mm-hmm. tells me like, really, mm-hmm. that's you. And I'm like, yeah. But to me, it's normal. Yeah. But I dream of writing that and. And when we went to the the film festival, the the Mill Valley, Valley Film yeah, Festival, yeah, you saw so many short films. Uh, uh, Car, what was the film? Carva- Car- Carvao. Carvao. Like it's a, a Brazilian. I said that wrong. I'm pretty Carvao. sure, but yeah, it's a Brazilian yeah, film, and I just resonated. And I, I'm saying this out loud, but if it doesn't happen, I mean, <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> say it. Within yeah. these ten manifest years, manifest it. Within these ten years, it's gonna happen. Um, but I dream of having that film out. Like I want to write you? about not about like my family story about but you y- yeah in a way but I mm-hmm. want to write it I want to direct it and I want to produce it like I want to do the whole thing awesome I, yeah, I, that's that's you just reminded it. me of that dream do it. That no I yeah that's that's it's what, that's a dream what, I have in the way 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 future uh-huh. that's literally what ESR is it's basically I put a lot I really it really is based off of my life so I I obviously changed a little bit of things but everything else pretty much happened so it's 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 gonna be a good movie I'm gonna struggle a little bit on casting on that one but uh we'll see what happens when we get there yeah because you know i want someone to someone who can pull it off you know Mm -hmm. because it's two different characters and they're two completely different people so you want to be able to you know show it off well yeah yeah absolutely and and 
Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say when I do the casting for for like my mom, mm-hmm. I wanted I want to play my mom. That's great. I love it. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I want someone to cast me. If I was a woman, um, I'd play my mom. I'd be like, yeah, yeah I could be you, mom. No, <laughs> I just feel like the the not just because we look alike, but I feel like I I could you know act mm-hmm. her feelings out because we did experience a lot of it, a lot of interesting things and she yeah, did so i understand yeah. um yeah but anyways keep going you know you're good, good. yeah like i think it's awesome that both of you want to create film and i, I want to get more into the cinematography as mm-hmm. well like um, i'm looking to buy a new camera right now um uh just because i want to start creating uh mini documentaries for mm-hmm. the for the organization yeah highlighting uh real stories yeah. like highlighting like what some spe- like parents and kids have to go mm. through because you know i know exactly all that Absolutely. all that stuff right and i want to highlight those stories and have them known that like sarenfeld isn't just a bunch of white people you know what i mean yeah. it's it's more than that there's yeah. like a lot of rich stories, a lot of rich community we with have um, millions of dollar films if we could put those stories like into films yeah absolutely and i want to start by highlighting those into like many videos many documentaries (laughs) um because i've I've gotten really into that um are you a fan of documentaries like do you Uh, watch documentaries i do like documentaries um my girlfriend actually just showed me one about demi lovato and about oh interesting and i didn't know any of it and i was like oh my god and it was it was a great documentary um yeah it's really good you should watch it is it on netflix Um, I think it's on YouTube. You can watch oh, it's on YouTube. YouTube. Oh, it's called that. Dancing with the Devil. It's pretty cool. It's really, oh, really good. Well, yeah, right. but um, I do like documentaries. Yeah. Have you thought of creating a documentary before? I, I, I have. Yeah, and and it might be about my great grandpa because he actually passed away last year. And mm, that's uh, right. Yeah. yeah. And it his life story is really interesting and it's really amazing. So and he did a lot of amazing stuff during his life and he has so many people that loves him, and it would be great to you know. Highlight him. Highlight yeah, him. Absolutely. You know, honor him. So Yeah. But it seems like you, you also like doing like taking again, like basing some true stories but mm-hmm. turning it into like a film in film, you know film, what I mean? Yeah. So I totally get, you know, mm-hmm. where you're kinda coming from, absolutely. your creativity goes. Um but yeah, like doing that and uh you like what advice do you have for like someone, let's say like Santi mm-hmm. or or like someone who wants to get ready and, and start doing like directing yeah. and getting into that you know just do it yeah i mean I've, I've always said that i said that last time when i talked to you guys just do it um the main thing i would say as as advice is just don't don't be afraid don't be, don't be afraid to just you know r- write how you feel but at the same time uh don't forget you're gonna present it to someone you're gonna present it to people maybe and that shouldn't scare you don't let that scare you don't let people and don't let someone's opinion uh be law oh i didn't know i don't know how i feel about this scene i don't know if you <laughs> left it in the movie don't don't you don't have to listen to them so i would just say yeah just write how you feel write what you think is correct you know whatever you think is right and just tell a beautiful story you'll, you'll be fine you're gonna do great I know that's that's great advice to have and and going back actually has that so has that happened a lot where people watch a scene or something and they're like oh yeah yeah, yeah I've, got, I, I've, I've gotten a lot of feedback that uh from your own friends from not my own friends, but from people that I know from high school or like knew from high school and everything, and they would just say, "Oh, it's like the same thing every time." And I'm like, "Well, I'm trying to do, learn more and do better." Mm. And so um, I didn't appreciate that they j- like judged it immediately, you know, like that. But um, again, it's sometimes it is po- it is feedback, like it actually does help. But at the, some other times, it's not law. Like it's not like, "Oh, this scene shouldn't have been in there." But if the scene worked with every like ten other people, then do you listen to that one person? No, I mean mm. maybe not. Right? Yeah, I see what you mean. So that's what I'm kind of pointing to yeah i'm talking about yeah. absolutely 
It seemed like you wanted to say something there. No, I know we're near the end. So I just want to say that Happy New Year to everyone. And that I hope that you all, you know, set goals for yourself personally and in your in your professional world by professional world i mean like whatever you're doing mm -hmm. um setting goals out there and i do love how you said it doesn't have to be a law because in every film even the highest um paid directors and famous directors and writers you know they mm -hmm. always get criticisms no matter criticism absolutely yeah absolutely. because not everybody's gonna like you and that's mm -hmm. totally fine that's if, totally if, okay and mm -hmm. and like you said if you do something and it impacts one person, you already won. You won. Uh, you you <laughs> yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that that would be my my advice is that you know follow your dreams, work hard, and don't forget that you are one of a kind. Yeah, that's great. And yeah, just to close things off, I want to say, Miguel, I'm really proud of how far you've come. You know, like since our first interview with you here, <laughs> and coming to now, like you premiering your your film, like yeah. it's it's crazy. Like I, I I not only saw your improvement right. Um, film-wise but i've seen your improvement with just like how you approach filming now mm -hmm. like right like you just you have like a like a nice kind of template or, or yeah. gu a guide Absolutely. for yourself yeah, yeah. that just gets you through it you know what mm -hmm. i mean yeah um because that's because of the experience like the more you do it the more you're the like more, okay i know what to I do here and I, yeah. I know what to yeah, do here exactly um so i'm really excited for your future projects um and of course we'll have you here to talk more about them because uh, <laughs> we can't get enough of it <laughs> yeah, sure. and uh hopefully um for those who were watching or who hadn't been able to watch uh streets yet We'll get another filming soon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just follow Miguel on his social medias. Yep, MR Studios. And stay updated that way. Um, do you have any last words you want to uh, close things off here, Miguel? Not much. Just uh, thank you guys for watching and everyone who came to the premiere yesterday. Thank you so much for being there and supporting. You know, it really means a lot. Uh, yeah, shout out to all the actors. Shout out to all, all the uh, actors uh, and Kevin, everyone, Jesse, all the writers Kevin, that were in. The, yeah, all of you guys. You guys killed it. You guys really made my dream come true. So thank you guys. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you all for watching. This has been Tay Radio Marin, and we will uh, be with uh, what's his name? Eric Garcia. Eric Garcia next, next week, week. Mm -hmm. um, who has his own podcast called The Power Powerhouse and Powerhouse Podcast. Cool. Um, so we're excited to have someone else from another podcast <laughs> on the show. So stay tuned, and we'll catch you guys next week. Have a good okay, one. everyone. Bye bye. Bye bye. -bye.